Hey ladies, Brave Enough is here to remind you that you're not alone and that you have the strength to be brave enough for one more day. Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of Brave Enough. Yay! Yay! We are so glad that you guys are here, um, as always. Today, we are going to be talking about self-doubt. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that topic rings true for a lot of people. Um, you know, it's it's really interesting. I think that we all face some level of self-doubt in our lives. Um, self-doubt can come from all sorts of things. It can come from the, ra- the way you were brought up. It can come from the relationships that you've had in your life. Mm-hmm. It can just be because of your own internal um, thinking. And um, But self-doubt can come in so many different forms too. It can be big. It can be little. Um, it can it can consume you. It can control how you behave. Mm-hmm. And the reason I wanted to talk about this topic is because I just recently experienced a pretty um, pretty big self doubt moment. And at the end of it, I was like, "Why?" Yeah. <laughs> and so that's I just I just think it's a really really um, good topic to talk talk about. Um, my whole life, I have struggled with confidence issues and I have struggled with this whole self-doubt thing. Mine comes from a multitude of reasons. One of the biggest of is, um, you know, past relationships in my life that have really stunted my ability to have confidence in myself. So I'm going to dive into a story just because it's, it's, I think it's a really moving story and I think a lot of you will be able to relate to it. Um, for years I have, because I went to school and I am, um, my degree is actually a natural resource with a minor in backcountry horsemanship. And that I, so it's basically all related around the horses, which I've right. told you guys before I do horse stuff. Um, but that's not at all what I do for a living. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not um, basically, that degree allows me to be a mountain ranger. And I work behind a computer screen and a camera. <laughs> um, so over the years, I have taken the initiative. One, I just love to learn. Um, But two, I've taken the initiative to give myself lots of options and lots of avenues for my career so that I can ebb and flow with where I'm at in my life and what I need. And so I've self-taught myself a lot of things. And, you know, I think I'm pretty good at a lot of those things. Mm -hmm. But again, that self-doubt creeps in. You start questioning yourself and and it's it's always about, like I said, keeping your options open. The ability to go and pursue another career if I want to, or the freedom to know that I can do my own work on the side or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, So one of the things that I've gotten really into is um, like social media websites, things like that. And I wanted to you know, it's really hard. A lot of the work that I do is um, your portfolio is what shows that you're good at what you do. But when you're talking about social media marketing and promoting brands and things like that, it, that's not something you can show on a piece of paper without a degree, sure. which I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> so I went um, taking this course right now um, so that I can promote, be encouraged and figure out how yeah. to best take our brand to the next level and, you know, f- understand my audience and stuff like that. But it was stuff that I felt like I kind of already knew, um, but I didn't have that piece of paper that said I did know how to do it. So anyway, so I started this course, and it's it's over several weeks, but it's set up like a very traditional school in the respect that I have projects every week, and they're big projects, and they have to be well thought out, and so on and so forth. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
So the last project that I had to do, I had to write a blog and I had to write it from a marketing standpoint and I had to do this, that, and the other. And I was absolutely panic stricken. I mean, paralyzed to the point of I wasn't watching the videos. I was ready to quit the course. Like I had no business doing this. I don't know what I'm doing, so on and so forth. So the project was due on Tuesday at one o'clock. So Monday night at 1.30 in the morning, I am still panic stricken by this project. I am nitpicking it. I am pulling it apart. By 2.30, I finally decided this is nuts. I just need to turn it in. And, you know, and my thought process was I need to turn it in. They'll return it back to me. Tell me what I did wrong and then I'll resubmit it. I mean, so I I was already convinced I wasn't going to pass this project. So I turn in the project and that whole, the rest of that night, I did not sleep a wink. I tossed, I turned, I had dreams about the project being returned. I mean, this was this was really insane. I get the email back the next day. And not only did I pass, but I got rave reviews on every single page of the project. And she truly did. She read them to me. I'm like, good for you. Of course, I knew that. I knew how good she was. And I mean, after all of that, it was just, oh my gosh, why did I question myself Mm -hmm. so much? The Mm -hmm. reason I took this course is because I felt like it was something I had a handle on that I could get better at for sure. Sharpen the techniques. Right. But then I just completely crippled myself with this this fear that I wasn't good enough, that I had all this self-doubt. And I don't know what that was rooted in. I don't know if along the way someone told me I wasn't good enough to do that. I don't know if there was something, I mean, as far as I can remember, most of my school career, like everything I turned in always did come back fine, but it was just, it, it, it literally stopped me in my path. I was unable to move forward in this project, watch the videos. I was ready to give up on myself on this thing. Um, and like I said, and I, I both projects, I've done three projects now, and every single one of them have come back with perfectly fine marks. And like, there's no reason to think that I should be this far behind. And this comes on the heels of another project that I worked on that had nothing to do with this uh, program, but it was just a, a project here at work where I was doing some photography stuff. And I, I, I got the photos and I thought, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm no good at this. And so I went in and I edited the photos to the point where they looked bad. <laughs> And when I turned them in, you know, we were, I have collaborative people that I work with and they were looking at them and they're like, why do they look like this? And so, <laughs> and so I was like, well, here's the raw images. And they're like, you didn't need to edit these at all. They're perfect <laughs> how they are. So we now have a new rule at work that I'm not allowed to doubt myself at all <laughs> and to go with my first instinct. But again, I think you guys can resonate with this um, as mothers, as wives, as, um, you know, just children of God. We we doubt our ability to do things that I think we are more than capable of doing. And I, I want to dissect that. Like, why do we do that to ourselves? Is it that we're that we're women and we just are so emotionally driven? Or is it that, like I said, we have experiences in our past that we haven't healed from? And I'm sitting here like genuinely asking these questions because I don't know why I had that much self-doubt the other day. Like I don't know why I let myself be so hindered Mm -hmm. by this overwhelming fear of failure. And I think that's the big word there. It's that overwhelming fear of failure. Mm -hmm. And I've done, um, Jan and I both have done several uh, talks on fear, and so what is that? What is that acronym for fear? Um, it's uh, fear. Now that we, I've said, now that I've put us both on the spot, neither one of us is going to be able to think of it, but it'll come to us. Yes. <laughs> um, 
false evidence appearing appearing real. Right. There we go. False evidence appealing appearing real. And I think that's a really interesting thing that we need to hang on to when we think about fear, because I think a lot of times fear is rooted in something that appears real, but isn't really right. something that is real. Um, now, obviously, there's the real fears of, you know, you know, trauma, death, you know, but, but again, what are those fears based on? I mean, like, yes, we fear, there are people out there who fear death and there are people who fear spiders and there's people who fear, but have you actually been bitten by a spider that has caused your arm to fall off? I mean, is it is it rooted right. in something? Do you know someone who has had an experience? Um, I know people who are um, incredibly afraid of, like, natural disasters because of what they've read in the news. But, again, have they actually been right. through that? Do they live in an environment where that's a real possibility of happening to them? Um, you know, it's just – it's really interesting if you really start to think about where – fears are rooted in. And I know for me, with my self-doubt and my confidence issues, a lot of that uh, probably circles back to the turbulent relationship that I had and the things that I were t I was programmed to believe over a course of several years and just being told over and over and over again. But I know the reason I ended up in that relationship was because I had self-doubt and because I didn't think I was good enough. Right. And I think we make a lot of decisions out of that fear and out of that self-doubt. And so- I guess the, this podcast is just, I want to challenge you to think about not reacting out of the fear, not reacting out of the self-doubt, not saying that's going to go away. I'm not saying that you shouldn't know it's there, but to stop and allow yourself to take a deep breath before you make the decision out of fear. Now, obviously there's exceptions to this. There are things that you, you know, you are out of your control, but something like the study course that I was talking about, that was, that was absurd. I should have just mm -hmm. stopped taken a deep breath, told myself I was good enough, asked somebody else to read it. I mean, there was a lot of avenues right. I could have taken that wouldn't have kept me up till three o'clock, two or 30 in the morning, whatever, um, worrying and stressing. And I think, and it's that idea of giving it, giving it to God, giving right. it to someone else, letting it off your mind. And for me, one of the tricks that I've learned is, is talking about it. If I if I'm stressing out about something or having self-doubt in something, if I call my girlfriend and I talk through the all the irrational things with her, even if she doesn't have answers to them, even if she agrees with me, the fact that I've said it out loud and I've heard it allows me to not have a restless night because I've, I've, I've processed it to some degree. Now, mm -hmm. I may not have come up with a conclusion or I may not have made it go away, but I've let it go for the time being. And, you know, the Frozen song just popped into my head right yeah, now. Let, let it go. It go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I, you know, it's just – I want you ladies and possibly some of you men to hear that you guys are amazing. And if we're talking about this in a respect of being mothers, I know that we've touched on this on other podcasts. Your children see you in a light that you don't see yourself. Right. And that light is amazing, you know, right. and you— You're their hero. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, I know that Marley just— thinks the absolute world of me. And I take a lot of pride in that. And that's been a lot of my healing and surrounding myself with people who believe in me, like Jan and my close friends who I can call and talk through these things and my parents. Um, I spent a lot of time trying to deal with this on my own, um, staying hidden and, you know, turning in on myself and, you know, not 
letting people know that I had these doubts or that I had these fears or that I had these concerns because I didn't want them to judge me for feeling that way. What I've discovered is by trying to deal with it all on my own, I was never dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And so um, I know it's really easy for me to sit here and say, surround yourself with positivity and surround yourself with really good people. But there's so much truth in that. And it's finding the little things within your everyday life, like your children, that yes. they see the fantastic woman that you are. They see the strong woman that you are. They see the woman that is there with them all the time, that cuddles with them at night, who packs their lunches for school, who works on their homework with them. And and this, I mean, this can carry over to all of your relationships, your, your spouses, your significant others, your, you know, your family, your friends. They're friends with you for a reason. They're with you for a reason. They're walking this journey with you for a reason. And if you don't know what that reason is, maybe that's part of the journey, figuring out why they think you're awesome so that you have that armor in your toolbox to encourage yourself when you have that self-doubt. It's so funny. When I when I uh, decided I was going to do this podcast, um, <laughs> I tortured poor Jan because I refused to put it down <laughs> on paper so that she could prepare for this podcast. Right. That's okay. Um, but again, I think that's that's part of that self-doubt. Right. That's part of that concern. She was so worried that she had to know beforehand so she knew what to say. And I haven't stopped talking for two seconds to let her even kind of jump in. But it's, it's um, you know, I think sometimes we get so wrapped up in things that, aren't even worth getting wrapped up in. Right. Like, okay, we get on the air and we have nothing to say and we don't we, po- we don't post it. <laughs> but I um, you know, I just I wanted to come to you guys today to say that even some of the strongest people around you suffer from self-doubt. Right. They suffer from confidence issues and I'm sure that Jan's had a few of them that she could probably share. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what? Um I have spent more than half of my life, the first part of my life, um, being told by so many different people um, that got close to me that I wouldn't be good enough to do this or that, just stay with what you're doing. And um, so my low self-esteem got lower and got lower and pretty much got squished. So I don't even know if I had any. And then I realized that, you know what, I am good enough. And then I started working a little bit. So when I had my son, Brandon, there's a lot of stuff. Am I going to be a good mom? Am I ever going to be able to handle this alone? Because Mm -hmm. when my husband left, I was that single mom, had to figure everything out. And when I would take him out to the grocery store or whatever, and he'd have a bad day and he'd cry, he'd be sick and whine. And I'd see the looks from other people, those dirty looks. And I don't judge because I know we've all been there mm-hmm. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I just felt like the whole, th- those eyes glaring at me were telling me yet again, I'm not a good mom and I shouldn't let my child do that or do this or, you know, cry hysterically or whatever the case may be. Um, but then I realize, and this goes right back to what Larissa was went through this past week, is that I'm reminded of that scripture that says, and I forgive me, I don't know where it's found right off the top of my head, but it says, do all that you can do, then stand. In oh, other wow. words, you do what you can do. And then it doesn't say, then go hide under a rock and hope that people will approve. It's a stand. And whatever it is, we have a loving God that approves. 
Mm-hmm. And that he is there to help lift us up. And finally, at two thirty in the morning, Larissa stood. stood. <laughs> she hit, laid down and went to bed. She, <laughs> hit, <laughs> she hit send, and she did all she could do. And then that that was it. And I think sometimes we need that to as a reminder to continue doing what we yes prepare do what we can. But if there's not that opportunity. And it just arises because the self-doubt does come from, a lot of it comes from the unknown. Mm -hmm. So why are we worried about something we don't even know about? Why not um, be more focused and concerned about what we do know and what we've prepared and what we, uh, you know, that inner part of us women that knows how to be that mom to our children. And like Larissa said, our kids just think we're Wonder Woman, you know? And so let's be that Wonder Woman to them. Let's be that that. Well, and take, that, take that confidence of knowing that someone thinks you are a Wonder Woman and apply that to other things yes. in your life. Yes. I think the unknown thing is a really, a really good point to bring out. Um, I think not only the unknown, but our internal assumptions, um, our stereotypes, our single stories, if you will, mm-hmm. <laughs> we assume what other people think of us. Right. And I think we let that consume us. Right. And Absolutely I am, do. I am 100% guilty of this. I, I still to this day do it. I'm less guilty of it now than I was several years ago. Um, but even just the other day, I was having a friend or having a conversation with my girlfriend and I made the comment about how I was like, I have no strength. I have no backbone. And she's just like, oh, wait a minute. I got to stop you there. <laughs> she's like, are you serious right now? She's like, you are one of the strongest women I know. Mm-hmm. And it, it blew me away that that was the way she perceived me because I don't feel that way. And that goes back to the, the whole name of this podcast, uh, Brave Enough, what it was born out of. It right. was because people told me how brave I was and they thought that I was such a brave person. And in my mind, I'm like, I don't hold a candle to what my definition mm-hmm. of brave is mm-hmm. and you know and it's 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 over time and it's it's letting those words in and it's letting those things start to resonate with you and the things that you are really confident about and this is one of my tricks and I don't know that it'll work for everybody but one of the things that I do is is the things that I do have confidence in like when it comes to the horse world like that's you know I was always confident in that world I knew that stuff oh, sure um when it comes to my daughter I know I'm a good mom I know I'm rocking that um, I take those things when I'm having self-doubt, and it doesn't have to relate to what I'm having self-doubt about. And that was kind of like the school thing, the resolve, the reason why I was finally able to stand, hit the send button, was because, you know what? Even if I don't have this, I can get it. And that mm-hmm. was what I came to the resolve of. And maybe that wasn't the best resolve, but it, it worked. You know, it was, okay, I don't think I do have this, but I can get it. I'll get advice, and I'll do it better the next time. Yeah. And I think so. It's finding those little nuggets somewhere in there that you can give your give yourself confidence just enough to take that step, that next step, that next step forward. And you know, it circles back to the name of this podcast: be brave enough to believe in yourself. Be brave enough to surround yourself with people who support you and love you and who give you the encouragement that you need to build up your confidence. I still struggle day to day with my self-confidence and I still struggle day to day with doubts. Um, But I'm a hundred percent, well, obviously not a hundred percent, but I'm, you know, a lot better than I was. And Jan and I were literally just talking about this on Tuesday, completely unrelated to this podcast, but about how much I have changed since the day she first met me. Mm -hmm. I I was, when I came in for my interview with Jan, what, 
how many years ago did we decide that was? But I mean, I I was a nervous wreck and I I don't think I made eye contact. You know, it was, you know, but now it's like, ask me a question, I dare you. (laughs) Yep, yep, come on. (laughs) and, And so it's, it takes time. It's not an overnight thing. It's finding little tricks. It's finding little things to help you build the bigger things. Mm -hmm. And to let you know, which is what this entire podcast was born out of, is that you're not alone. You're Mm -hmm. not the only one struggling with this. You're not the only one doubting yourself. Um, And that, you know, there are ways to come around that. Um, if for no other reason, I don't have to know you and I can already tell you, you're amazing. You're rocking it. You're taking the next step, whether it's listening to this podcast, reading that blog that you saw online, talking to your friend. There is something in your everyday life that keeps you going from day to day. That's your confidence. Yes. That's what makes you awesome. That's what keeps you going. Now build on that. Right. Don't stop. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So again, positivity, find the positivity in your life. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't remember what podcast it was. It was one we did recently where I was talking about, I think it was being sick and, you know, find, even if it's material things, little things like M&Ms, food, you know, and now and I'm not saying eat your worries away by <laughs> any stretch of the imagination, but little, little, little things, um, to, to just kind of give you that second to breathe. And it goes back to that. You stop, yes, stop and let yourself, um, stand. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no other better word for that. Right. I mean, it's just give yourself that opportunity to prove to yourself that you are that good. And if, mm-hmm. whether it's taking that walk around the block, having that sweet treat that you don't normally let yourself have, you know, taking a minute to listen to the song that brings you peace, whether, I mean, there's, again, you can find all these things, whatever it takes to get yourself centered, to give yourself the ability to have the strength to stand and hit that send button. Yeah. Um, you ladies have this. You guys are amazing. You're awesome. Um, we love that you're here on the podcast with us every week. We love that you guys um, are sharing it, hopefully. <laughs> um, we, again, are going to be doing some really great stuff this year with Be Encouraged with this podcast. Um, we had a meeting last week. We're so excited to, yes. to really get this stuff out there and really figure out how we can get where you're at mm-hmm. and bring that to you and walk alongside of you. We want to be that support system for you. We Stay wanna, with us. Yeah. We want to be that positive positivity for you. We yes. want to be that sound of reason for you. We want to be that voice in the back of your head that says, you got this. Mm-hmm. You know, what was the one you did last week? Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> yep. um, so anyway, thank you all for joining us. Um, be sure to check us out on our website, our social media platforms. Um, join the conversation. Send us an email. Put in a prayer request. Whatever fits for you, join the conversation. We love being here and we will talk to you on the next podcast. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.